Welcome to another episode of Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast. I am your host, Way Too Twog, um, at episode 12 here. I was all ready to talk about how this was going to be a short episode because uh, I'm moving. Moving, and that's going to take up some time, but kind of... <laughs> the reality of moving is that I have an indoor space to record, and even... Over the course of building bookshelves and carrying crates over, I was able to record a pretty surprising amount of tunes. Um, so I don't think this is going to be a short episode. Hoping to listen to, um, or we're going to get to, I already listened to Squatter's Haim, which is an original composition I wrote. Um, then we're going to listen to a couple of O'Farrell tunes. Um, so we're going to start with um, O'Farrell's Humors of the Glen. Eventually we'll get to Jack and the Garrett, and then we're going to listen to Angus Mackay tune, The Wife Has a Bonny Thing, and then a Donald McDonald tune, Mary Gray, and also we're going to listen to, finally, some fiddling from Carrie, who I mentioned many episodes ago. I used to play a fair amount of music with uh, up at Grand Portage, where she is still a park ranger, but we were park rangers together for one season. So we're going to hear from Carrie and her sister and mother a whole bunch of tunes. So the first is, well, it's a set of, it's just one set, but the tunes are Lass of Cory, uh, or sorry, the Lass of Cory Mill, Carnival March, Return to Milltown, the Cape Breton Fiddlers, Welcome to the Shetland Islands. I think that's, yeah, that's how that works. It's all one tune, the Cape Breton Fiddlers, Welcome to the Shetland Islands. Anyway, great stuff. Uh, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We open up with uh, Squatter's Haim. This is a tune that I wrote, I guess it's a ringtone, if you want to call it that, just kind of a short little ditty. Um, some dear friends of mine were in just horrible family drama of inheritance, and basically the the home, like the vacation home cottage that they had been doing work on and living in for years, um, while my friends were taking care of their mother and mother-in-law um yeah anyway just turned into this huge shit show as so often happens with uh families around inheritance and when i finally found out that uh that my friend's house was no longer like it was it was all cleared up it was theirs it's finally theirs um this tune just kind of jumped into me and i sent it to them and we've called it squatter's Haim because when the fighting got the nastiest uh this cottage that had been like a seasonal home and a caregiver's home for years uh, by my friends was referred to. They were just called squatters by their relatives. Oh, it's just so bad. Uh, anyway, so I'm playing that tune because it's an owner of homes and I'm moving at home. So uh, today, the on this episode, the audio quality is going to be a little bit weird. I'm still recording this session in my house, so you can still hear my uh, wife kind of piddling around in the background because we don't have any doors in this place. Um, but the new place we're moving into is an actual house with many doors and uh, floors, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to record a little bit easier. Might be a little echoey at times. Um, I did record, uh, I've made some adjustments to how I record inside. So the Angus Mackay tune that I recorded has some, like, the recording is too easy in there, so it, it maxed out the sound qualities. Anyway, so there's going to be a little, just some slight technical issues for the next couple episodes, probably. Um, anyway, so this episode doesn't really have a theme. It's just a bunch of tunes. Uh, it's funny. Last episode, you know, 
I was trying to talk about the history of Amazing Grace and white supremacy and the KKK. And, you know, I in that episode, I said, oof, I read through these forum threads and the Bob Dunsire thing, and I was thinking I was wrong, that, you know, bagpipers are not generally... Um, <laughs> Like are not, don't have issues with racism. Maybe I'm the I'm the jerk. Um, and since posting that episode, you know, I heard from a couple people. Uh, it's great. I don't hear from from y'all very much, but I tell you, doing this podcast, we have now crossed the thousand download mark, and and then some. We're well on our way to fifteen hundred downloads, and I've heard from maybe four people that listen to this podcast. So, uh, when I hear from somebody, it really means a lot. So uh, a couple people reached out that had listened to the podcast, uh, one guy on Instagram and said that he really, um, kind of had the same feeling I did of, of concerns about white supremacists and bagpiping and it made him uncomfortable too. And because he said something, I was like, you know, I should post this over on Facebook, uh, to some bagpipe groups. I had been afraid to share that episode and I was like, you know, I'm just being stupid. I shouldn't be like that. People are better than I give them credit for. And so yesterday I posted it and it has been, it's been a nightmare like uh it was absurd i haven't been called that many names in a long time i mean it's pretty minimal and like all of the criticism that was leveled against me it was just painfully obvious that nobody had listened to the podcast or read what i had said but it just turned into a i, I was literally called a, a damn millennial <laughs> um and somebody said well he doesn't even play bagpipes which was bizarre um but it was just a bunch of nonsense stuff. Uh, and so it's weird. It was really draining uh, to, like, put up with this, like, assault on me. Uh, I mean, this is so minimal. You know, online nonsense is not anything compared to uh, what many folks go through. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I probably had 12 strangers kind of imply that I was an idiot and a millennial and just too sensitive and has my head up my own ass and that kind of thing. Uh, but then 35 people listened to the episode, you know, or downloaded it from that link, because I can see that on the metrics. And there certainly weren't, you know, most of, everyone complaining about me didn't listen to it. Uh, so that means that 35 people clicked through and listened, and I don't know, clearly didn't hate it, because none of the comments, like, if they really wanted to get at me, all they would have had to say was, you know, your piping sucks. You don't even know how to play the instrument. Um, which maybe that's what that guy was saying. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I was worried. I, I often feel like I don't have a community in bagpiping. Like, I really like playing Ellen Pipes, but I don't feel informed enough about that kind of culture and community. And Highland Pipes always feels a little off to me um, because of my fears about what the community is like. Um, but I don't think, it, you know, it's not fair, obviously, to call a couple of, you know, one bagpipe group on Facebook a community or to represent the entire community. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening. Um, really meant a lot, the handful of people that messaged me uh, about the episode and about their experiences. Um, so yeah, we're just going to keep doing these. And uh, it's just so funny. I was worried, you know, I, I am a Atlantic historian to a certain extent. And you know, have written about the first, not published anything, but I've written about the slave trade uh, for my comprehensive exams and things. And, you know, talking about white supremacy and the need, the need for change, um, it felt dumb to talk about slavery, like, or, or to talk about slavery or to talk about the KKK, because that's too easy. Like, it's way too easy for 
um, people to say, well, I'm not in the Klan, therefore I'm not racist. And so complaining about the KKK feels like the most milquetoast thing you can do to say, yeah, racism's bad, don't like them cross-burnings. But, like, just saying, literally I posted on this uh, this bagpipe group, you know, it really bothers me that the KKK uses bagpipes. And so here I have this episode about the KKK and the history of Amazing Grace and um, and how uncomfortable I am that, you know, white supremacists have kind of gleaned onto this instrument uh, occasionally. And like that was that was too much for, you know, a, a dozen people. That was uh, so. Yeah. So I was worried that talking about the KKK was going to be just so stupid and, and a meaningless effort to talk about um, bagpipes and white supremacy. But clearly I overestimated um, <laughs> I overestimated where at least some of the bagpiping community is. Anyway, so if uh, any of those 35 click-throughs um, from the Piper's Corner are still listening to this episode, thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to assume that you're not like the people that were yelling at me uh, and kind of not engaging in the discussion or paying attention to what I was saying or writing. Um, hope you stick around. Okay, so let's get on to some more Highland Pipe... Or no, let's go Island Piping. Um, getting the new channer. I've been really focused on Highland Pipes lately, um, and it's just been so hot and humid, so I was very excited to get back on Island Pipes. So since last time we did uh, the first tune in Angus Mackay's book, we're going to do the first tune in O'Farrell's collection today, O'Farrell's Pocket Companion. So this is Humors of the Glen. Um, I definitely, yeah, Jerry O'Sullivan does a really great rendition of this uh, into a waltz, also in O'Farrell's book, and uh, I have his setting really to thank for it uh, more than O'Farrell's probably. Kind of looking through O'Farrell's book whenever it's a tune that O'Sull that Jerry has done, it's just like, oh yeah, I remember how Jerry played that, and that's what comes out. So here's Humors of the Glen, and then we'll come back. <laughs> Such a good tune. Uh, definitely like, definitely like that one. All right, so uh, now let's go back to Highland Pipes just to keep some sense of uh, back and forth. Uh, I don't know. Um, this is an Angus Mackay tune. 
I was just sort of flipping through the book on the National Library Scotland website, and uh, this one jumped out at me as a good tune. So this is called uh, Bride Has a Bonnie Thing. The Gaelic for it seems to translate to Heart is in the City or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, it's a good tune. Like I said, this is the one that I definitely uh, had the settings wrong on my Zoom recorder for uh, playing Highland Pipes inside to record it. So um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit... It's the worst, uh, it's the worst sound quality I've had in a while. That was pretty, it was cool. I was, I've been trying to listen to some of the other piping podcasts out there. Uh, listen to, they're, they're good. Uh, they're really good. They're listening to Planet Pipe, I think is one. But I was listening to Piper Dojo, uh, which is a nice little podcast. I was not expecting it to be what it was, but they talk about, um, it's like a Q&A thing, so you just send in a question and then some smart bagpiping people answer it. And I was just so, I don't know if I was happy or disappointed that uh, they, somebody was asking what the best recorder was to use. And they said Zooms, uh, Zooms were the best ones. Um, but I am, this is a very old Zoom, I'm the H2. I think they've moved on, they've certainly moved on one model uh, since the H2. Not sure how many more, and my model has been dumped in Lake Superior, so that might also uh, contributed some <laughs> problems with it. Um, but I have been having some issues with it. I had uh, two or three tunes recorded uh, at my like new outdoor recording spot, and I was excited to use those. Uh, I was kind of curious what it was going to sound like because I recorded. I basically used the inside of my car like a music stand, and I wasn't sure what the acoustics were going to do. And you know, my recorder said it was recording, and. When I went to get the files off it, they were just gone, didn't exist, and that's happened two or three times now. So, I don't know. Um, really looking forward to having a house where I can have a setup where I just leave the recorder plugged into the computer and use it as a microphone rather than my sound card. Anyway, let's check out this wonderful Angus Mackay tune, uh, The Bride Has a Bonnie Thing. Uh, all of the Highland piping on this episode are using that Gibson Channer. You'll hear, maybe it's already on Squatter's Haim, but... Um, I'm using Kane drones, and I'm not, I mean, it's, I've been using Kane drones for a year now, but my response to when they're bad is to, like, I, I'm encountering a new problem with them, <laughs> and I think it's tied to, again, this read being a little, a little on the weak side, but, um, uh, thanks again to listener, uh, Isaac, who messaged in, who also plays a, a Hardy Channer from the 60s and 70s. And he has a lot of luck with Shepherd reads, so I'm gonna order those. I also saw over on the Lindsay Channer system discussion that uh, the apparently like the John Walsh, the Walsh Shuttle Pipe A read, no the B flat read, the Walsh Shuttle Pipe B flat read is like the miracle read for the proper Lindsay system Channer. So hopefully it's the same thing for the. Um, the print and play one too because i'm having a hard time sourcing the recommended reads so we're going to try the uh, i'm going to order a harder shepherd read and a wall shuttle drone read or shuttle pipe read um soon here so we can play around with that a little bit more uh anyway thanks again isaac and now let us listen to um <clears throat> the bride has a bunny thing written by angus mckay well i don't know if it's written by angus mckay but transcribed by angus mckay in his collection
Yeah, I really like that tune. Um, the 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 second part has the the last phrasing of the second part is a little bit tricky. I had issues with it. I think that <laughs> kind of comes through in the recording, but definitely a tune I'm hoping to to keep up and not just be a learn and forget one. Um, all right, so that is another Illin or a Highland Pipe tune. So let's switch back over to. Well, let's go to Donald McDonald. So I, I was kind of outlining what I was going to put on this podcast, realizing it was going to be short. And uh, I was like, you know, I, I should just go and record Squatter's Haim, because if the whole theme of this episode is I'm moving house, so the episode's going to be short, I should play the one tune I wrote uh, about a house of sorts. And also, uh, one of the goals of this podcast was to include original compositions occasionally. And that's sort of fallen by the wayside. So ran over and did Squatter's Haim. And uh, and then I, I took my copy of Donald McDonald with me and just kind of thumbed through that quick and uh, found Mary Gray. Or is it Gray Mary? Yeah, no, Mary Gray. Uh, it's Donald McDonald tune. Real fun. Kind of easy. Uh, hadn't played it before. And uh, within six minutes, it went from like, oh, that's an interesting tune to this recording. So... Uh, definitely another one that I'm hoping to to keep going. So, here is Donald McDonald's Mary Gray. I mean, look at the there's a lot of music on this episode. We've got an Angus Mackay, two O'Farrells, and a Donald McDonald, and an original composition. Ooh, getting your money's worth today, podcast listeners. Here's Mary Gray. <laughs> bad i forgot the, the the reason this podcast is really worth its money is we're gonna have a whole other like band on here um so the next tune we're gonna have doesn't have bagpipes in it it's uh, fiddles and piano um yeah i sent a message to carrie uh, way back when when i said oh it'd be cool to have carrie on the podcast and she said yeah you can play here's a track of my family's new album sorry there's some ice rattling i made a cocktail it's mostly seltzer water uh, and then just a splash of Laphroaig in it. And it's good. It's real good. Uh, I feel like I'm not wasting Laphroaig because it's like seriously a teaspoon. Um, and it just makes the whole thing taste peaty and good. Anyway, shouldn't be talking about whiskey when talking about Carrie. Um, Carrie's an amazing fiddle player and uh, I really miss playing music with her. Uh, listening to this track a couple times today uh, before putting it in on the podcast. It just made me nostalgic especially after day uh, embattled with uh, 
embattled. I don't know. The day I get in, I'm just called a millennial <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, listen to Clay- Carrie's music is really calming and made me happy. And miss the times of um, of us just working through tunes. It's really nice. Carrie can sight read really well. So I had a bunch of uh, another old collection of Highland Scottish music that was mostly for fiddle or piano. And she could just figure stuff out. And uh, yeah, so she, she really walked me through figuring out uh, Neil Gao's favorite we were playing for a while. I wish I had better recordings of us playing stuff together. I might still include one. Um, might still include one in the future uh, if I hear from hear from Carrie. Um, but yeah, here is... So Carrie, Emma, and Susan Dukowski, um playing some awesome tunes. So this set... I read it all off at the beginning, but I'll give it to you here again. So opens up with uh, Last, so Corey Mill, and then into Carnival March, then the Return to Milltown, Cape Breton Fiddler's Welcome to the Shetland Islands to finish it up. So a lovely um, set of tunes and uh, some good audio mastering. Uh, you can I'll include some links. Um, you can check it out on... So it's it, this is the second track off of her family's kind of new album, which is Old Roads to New Places. That's what it's called. Um, when I first, I kind of just found out all of a sudden that Carrie had an album out. And uh, so I, I was able to listen to it on Amazon Music. Uh, but I'm going to include a link if you want to and should uh, buy her album um, through her website or on CD Baby, which is what I've done now. I didn't just listen to it on Amazon. I was just, when I found out about it, I was like, what? It exists. And I immediately found it and I was really pleased. Um, anyway, so support music by, from artists, not from Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah. Here is, uh, Carrie and her family playing this glorious set of tunes. Thanks again, Carrie. Thank you. 
what an absolute nice treat to have stringed instruments on a bagpipe podcast. Um, thanks again, Carrie. Cool bunch of tunes. Uh, so I was really impressed with Carrie's ability to put together a set. Anyway, let's uh, move on for the last tune. We are approaching... We're going to pass the 30-minute mark again. I really wanted to keep these things to 30 minutes. I don't know if anybody else had this experience. I switched. I didn't do Zoom classes at the end of the semester when we were online. I just recorded lectures against my PowerPoints. And while in class, I would, you know, move pretty fast and also give students plenty of time to answer questions and have discussions. So in total, I probably lectured for 20 minutes uh, every class section. But then once I had all the time in the world I wanted, I kept sending these poor, suffering students full 60-minute lectures. Uh, gotta be better next semester. Uh, anyway, so we're going to finish off. Like I said, I've missed playing my Ellen Pipes. Um, and so we're going to finish off with another tune out of O'Farrell called Jack and the Garrett. Uh, if you're not looking at the podcast website, you should. Uh, every, like the descriptions of the episodes, I include links to every sheet of music that I'm using from the National Library of Scotland. So you can click through and kind of see all the ways that I am butchering these tunes. Um, or, you know, really making them good on a different level, <laughs> depending on what you think about it. I definitely, that Mary Gray tune added a triplet, uh, that wasn't in there, but it was just, it just kept on coming out. So it kept happening. Uh, anyway, so we're going to go out. Thanks for listening. Um, and thanks for, thanks for emailing and messaging. Uh, I got some messages from Instagram, some messages on Facebook and an email. Uh, they mean the world to me. So if you're liking the podcast, uh, shoot me a message. You can email me at waytotwog, W-E-T-W. Oh, I just spelled my own nickname wrong. Crap. W-E-T-O-O-T-W-A-A-G at gmail.com. Um, or you can see us on Facebook or anything of that sort. I'm still looking for those reviews. I was kind of paranoid all day as like more and more bagpipers called me an idiot. Uh, I was like, oh God, somebody's going to click through and leave me a crappy review on iTunes. But nope, nobody invested that much energy in fighting with a stranger on Facebook. Um, man, I really don't know why that that we've trained ourselves as a society that that is what Facebook for is getting angry and arguing with one another over nothing or accusing people of things they didn't do. Um, yeah. So here is uh, Jack and the Garrett. Thanks for listening. And we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>